Good evening. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you with our Saturday night message. Uh, thank you for joining us and watching us. And we pray, as I always say, we've been a blessing to you. Just want to share the word of God with you. We've been talking about the habits of a thankful heart, the habits of a thankful heart and developing habits to be thankful because the Bible spends a lot of time um, talking about being thankful, even in the midst of tough times. And we know this is, you know, holiday season. Some of you, um, maybe the holiday season is not what they used to be based on um, your circumstances or you've lost loved ones. But we just want to encourage you on tonight that you can be thankful, even in that situation. Things don't always have to be um, okay in your life for you to be thankful and have joy and praise God. So we're talking about uh, being thankful, habits, developing habits, you know, and like the habit is something that you develop and you do it consistently. It becomes instinct. It becomes natural, becomes part of your, your DNA. And so you just do it because you develop that habit and it's always Matter of fact, one of the best habits you can have is learning how to be thankful. That's the best habit you can have because it's, it's also good for your mental state. Um, and then of course, you know, your mental state effect affects your health. So therefore, it's, it is good. And how do you do that? By connecting with God. And we've been talking about having the habits of a thing like where we've been coming from the book of Philippians. Okay. This teaching is based on the book of Philippians. And, and um, we trust that you've had a, a Merry Christmas and we're going into the new year on you know, Monday. But and then and if you haven't done this, this is a good time to start the new year, developing these habits of a thankful heart. And so tonight we want to talk about this is lesson seven. OK, and tonight we're going to focus on reflecting on your spiritual heroes. Who are some people that you know, or maybe have gone on be with the Lord or whatever, that you can admire and honor because they've been a blessing to you or they showed you how to do, do things. They showed you how to deal with tough times. I know for me, my father was, and my mother were uh, people who I saw who during tough times. And, and when I'm going through a tough time, I reflect on how they went through things. And so our foundational scripture tonight is coming from Philippians chapter 2, verse 29. And let's read that. It says, so receive him in the Lord with joy and honor such men. Notice that this is Paul right here. He says, receive him. And who Paul was talking about, I'm going to go back and read it Um some verse so you get an understanding um, up to that verse. And Paul was talking about, I'm starting verse 25. It said, I'm reading from a new living train. It says, meanwhile, I thought you should, I should send Aphrodite back to you. He is a true brother, co-worker, a fellow soldier. And he was, he was your messenger to help me. He was your messenger to help me, to help me in my need. I'm sending him because he has been longing to see you. And he was very distressed that, 
that you heard he was ill and he certainly was ill in fact he almost died but god had mercy on him and also on me so that i might not have one sorrow after another so i am so i am all the anxious more to send him back to you for i know that you will be glad to see him and then i will find i will not be so worried about you welcome him in the lord's love this is verse 29 with great joy and give him the honor the people like him deserve so paul was talking about Ephroditus. Aphroditus, and it's talking about he deserved honor based on what he had did, um, based on the things he had did for Paul and for people. And he says, hey, give him honor, okay? Give him honor. And so there are times when in your Christian life, you feel very alone, especially those of us who who live and work in non-Christian places. So you may feel alone on your workplace or, you know, you live by yourself, maybe people, you know, they're not there with you. You may feel alone. But whenever you begin to feel discouraged or isolated, um, think of your spiritual heroes. So this is a habit you need to develop. Whenever you're feeling discouraged or alone or isolated or feel like, you know, no one cares about you or you start missing, you know, people that was very influential in your life and people that you love and there was a had an impact on your life, begin to encourage yourself by thinking on these people and what they did for you. Think about how they, maybe they mentored you, maybe um, they was the one that led you to the Lord, and it, you know, you know, was there when you got saved, there when you got baptized. Um, these are people who gave you encouraging words in your tough time, uh, gave you wisdom, gave you advice. Think about these people. So let's go on. It says, Paul knew the importance of Christian fellowship. These tender verses in, in Philippians reveal Paul's gratitude to God for providing him with friends like Timothy and Aphroditus. Paul's ministry was not a one-man organization. He surrounded himself with people who worked with, encouraged, and supported him. Timothy, in particular, was a continual source of joy thank, thanks, and thanksgiving for Paul. As he writes in 2 Timothy 1-3, I thank God night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. So think about it here. I just want to go back and say, so Christian fellowship is very important. And so you got to be, be careful in this holiday season. Don't isolate yourself, okay? Because that's what people do sometimes when they're remembering people that they lost or you kind of going through something. You, you isolate, isolate yourself. So we don't want you to isolate yourself, okay? You want to put yourself around people who are friends. And so Christian fellowship is very important. You know, your ministry plays a part in this. Don't forget, okay? Because it says Paul, he he provided himself. Paul was not a one-man band, okay? He had friends around him, Timothy and Aphrodite. Okay, he wasn't a one-man organization. So I'm encouraging you tonight, don't try to be a one-man organization where you try to do it all by yourself. Surround yourself. Paul surrounded himself. Say that Paul surrounded himself with people he worked with that encouraged him, that supported him, and also talking about Timothy. 
Okay. He talked about Timothy he had people around him to encourage him, to support him, to people, even when he was in prison. Okay. He had people to come minister to him, encourage him because I know, Hey, in prison, there's no more isolated places than prison. Okay. And Paul isolated. And so Paul had people coming to him, friends and, you know, coming to him to encourage him probably in his situation. And so you need to surround yourself with people who would encourage you in your tough time, encourage you in your loss of your loved one. Or, you know, maybe you're going through a divorce, hard time in a relationship. You need to surround yourself with people who would encourage you, who's not going to um, just talk or talk about the person that you know your relationship with because sometimes you can um have friends who just add what i said you know fear to the fire you don't want to be around people you don't want to re- even though maybe you're in a relationship with that person you feel like it's wrong okay but you don't want to focus on that you want to focus on being thankful and praising god even in the midst of that you know what Put yourself around somebody who's going to encourage you, going to pray for you, you know, just going to be minister to you in your hurt and your hard time. So, and this happens with Christian fellowship, okay? And this is what Paul did. So, Paul is our example here of how to develop habits of a thankful heart. He surrounded himself with people that encouraged him in his tough time. Paul was telling the Philippians to honor Aphrodite. Okay. Some Christians think um, we are supposed to honor anyone but the Lord. Okay. It is true that we are supposed to honor anyone as much as the Lord. Okay. We are, it's true that we are supposed to honor anyone as much as the Lord, but the Lord said that those who honor him, he will honor. And he said that is first Samuel's two and three. So think about it. we Christians, we we are we are supposed to honor, we are supposed to let me say it again. Some Christians think we aren't supposed to honor anyone but the Lord. Okay. Because they're like, well, I'm not gonna honor anybody. Now the Bible don't say that because it tells you Paul, it says in the scripture here to honor some people. We're not we're not gonna honor anyone more than God. But you can honor people in your life. Okay. We don't want to put anybody above Christ, but you do want to honor people in your life, whoever that is, whether it's like it says your father, your mother, a friend, spouse, you know, church member, your pastor, you know, ministers in your church, leaders in your church. It's okay. It's in this day, we idolize movie stars. Um athletes and many other people who are morally bankrupt we need christian heroes that's what we need if you're a christian you need christian heroes christian heroes are those who like Ephroditus, have put their own lives in jeopardy in order to follow god's will for their lives so who is that person who put their lives in jeopardy who sacrificed for you and 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 sacrifice the things in their life to even to minister to you to sacrifice their resources to minister to you who is that person because like i said in this culture we idolize 
you know, movie stars and athletes and all these people we see on TV. And you know what? They making millions and millions of dollars in some cases. And, you know, it gets a lot of tension. And so, but as it says here, they're morally bankrupt. They live in all kinds of lives. They're not living for Jesus. But you need a Christian hero in your life. We need Christian heroes. We need people who we know are living for God, um, committed to the things of God, living a life, a moral life, not perfect, but excellent life, committed, you know, making sacrifice. These are the people we need to, you need to get some Christian heroes, not just the ones on TV. I'm not against that. You like somebody, fine, but we don't even know those people. We just know what we see on TV, what we see from the TV screen, but we don't know what's going on in their personal life. And then sometimes we find out that they are not, you know, what they say they are. A lot of stuff is going on in their life that, you know, you don't want to honor somebody who's, you know, um, committing adultery or fornicating or living outside of God's will or just doing all kinds of things. We don't want to honor those people, you know, but we want to honor people who would live for God. You need some Christian ones. And so we look at this word because the King James used the word reputation. Okay, use the word reputation. And this word reputation um, means value. They have value. Okay. Honor the people who have value in, in your life. Okay. And so they use the word value. So let me go back and read it in the King James. The word value. And it says, receive him therefore in the Lord with gladness, with all gladness and hold such a reputation. So hold value to them, okay? Hold value. In other words, they have value. You know, value their life. Give them respect and honor them because what? They're living a life that's pleasing and is glorifying the Father. Okay? So we are to value those who give us godly examples. You are to value them. You know, because why they, they deserve you honor them. If they're living for God, or they've lived before you and showed you right way and gave you right. You honor those people. You value those people. And you ought to be thankful that God put these people in your life. You know, and so you get in the habit of doing that. OK, get in the habit of doing those things because these people deserve to be honored. And so those who value ungodly people are missing out on the point of what Paul is saying. If you value ungodly people, if all the people you value are ungodly and just movie style thing, people who are not living right, because a lot of time in this culture, we value people who make a lot of money and they make a lot of money and you want that money and with the cars and the houses and things of that nature, the clothes they wear, all the jewelry they wear, and you know, and our, and our youth is getting caught up on those things. And we've um, changed, we've placed value on things, okay, that are really not important or they have no substance. And so I want to encourage you tonight to find somebody in your life that 
you can honor and then begin to thank God for them being in your life. Thank God for them because you know what? That's it's important. As I said, we talked about Christian fellowship is, is extremely important. And I want to say that because we I think in this damn time, we're getting away from them. People are isolating themselves. People are saying that we don't need the church no more. Well, I don't need anybody no more. I'm just going to go on and all it's going to be is me and Jesus. And we just going to, you're doing your own thing and doing what you want to do and how you want to do it. No, you need to put yourself around people. You cannot, God did not design, uh, design us to live by ourselves. Okay, that's why we Bible talk about fellowship. You know, where there's strength, there is where there's unity, there's strength. Okay, so you we draw strength from each other. So we need each other, and so you need to find somebody. If you don't have anybody, then pray and ask God um, to send you somebody. Send you somebody who you can honor and value and be a blessing in your life, and then. Thank God for that person. Thank God for them being there and being in a good example for you and showing you and, and speaking into your life. Because you have to give permission, people permission to do that. You know, give for people, give somebody who God sent permission to speak in your life. And sometimes they may say something that you don't you don't like, but you need to hear. And, and one of the, the um, Proverbs that did it for me, I believe is in Proverbs chapter 29, it says faithful are the wounds of a friend. So if you, somebody is a friend to you, they're going to wound you. They Sometimes they're not going to always say things to make you happy. They're not going to always be in agreement. They're not going to agree with you if you're wrong. Okay. They are going to speak the truth in love. And, it, and tell you what you need to hear. But when we are discouraged, okay, call to mind some of the spiritual heroes and mentors that you have. Call to mind something. So when you're feeling discouraged, if you're feeling discouraged tonight or you've been feeling discouraged lately, uh, call to mind some of the spiritual heroes and mentors that's been in your life. Now, if, like I said, if you haven't had any, um, pray to ask God to send some. You know, send somebody to you that you can honor and you can build relationship with and fellowship with, and they'll hold you accountable and responsible. And when you're feeling discouraged, you know, you can talk to these people and they can give you a word. So when you're feeling to call these people, um, it says they are living, breathing examples of God's faithfulness. These people are living, breathing examples of God's faithfulness because God has been faithful to us. He's been faithful to you. He's been faithful to me. Regardless of what you realize that God has been faithful. So today, thank God for the spiritual heroes and for the ways God has used them to minister in your life. That's what you need to thank God for that. Thank God for the spiritual heroes and how God has used them to minister in your life because Trust me, somebody um, ministered in my life, and 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 I am what I am today. And I had to I had to choose to listen to them, and some of them are still here today, and then some of them have gone on to be with the Lord. But I thank God for those people. Uh, some of them 
that there was in my life for a season. Okay. And I've moved on and they were over here and I'm over here, but I thank God for what they sold into my life. You know, seeds of righteousness, seeds of wisdom that I still hold on to this day. And you need a person like that. Okay. You need somebody. Okay. In your life, a spiritual hero that can hold you accountable says miserable and then you can thank God for them being in your life. So let me pray for you tonight, you know, and for those people that God will send those people like you don't have them. Or I'm also going to pray for the people that you already have in your life, that you will continue to grow that relationship. So let me pray for Father God in the name of you. We thank you for the ears that are hearing this word. God, thank you for the people that you have put into, have put into life, God, the people who have ministered and have mentored them and encouraged them. God, I pray that that relationship will continue to grow and God and pray that they will continue to receive words of wisdom, words of knowledge, um, words of encouragement from those people that you have placed in our life, God, whether they've passed on God or whether and the ones that passed on the ones that are here today with them. God, I pray that you will continue to cultivate that relationship. And God, I pray that if somebody who's listened to me that does not have anyone, I pray to God that you will send somebody across their path, that they will have a connection, um, speak the words that they need to hear in their time of, of discouragement, in their time of loss, in their time of feeling lonely. God, I thank you for placing somebody in their life God, I know I thank you for doing that because, God, you say that whatever we ask, uh, God, you will give it to us. And I thank you for giving that person, those people, what they need in this day and time to take them through this holiday season. And, God, I just bless your name, God. And I thank you for what you're doing in their lives. And I thank you for how you continue to minister to those who are hurting God. You're never so far away with you that you can't reach them. And so I thank you for what you're doing. Holy Spirit, I thank you for ministering to them right now as they listen to these words. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Once again, we thank you on tonight for listening. We're going to be back with you again next week. Once again, um, have a happy new year. Um, Some celebrate safely you know make sure that you know you be safe out there and so but we i look forward to seeing you again in the new year in 2024 and we'll continue on um this teaching about the habits of a thankful heart and once again this encourage you learn how to be thankful no matter what's going on learn how to be thankful and continue to praise God no matter what's going on like on you in your life and so once again, we thank you and we'll see you next again and see you next week. Thank you and bye-bye.